0: Good morning for Thursday, September 15th, 2016. Audible presents the New York Times audio digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Trump backers feeling economic pain. Prime Danger in Vote Hack sowing doubt. And new light on Trump's support of an official. In today's national headlines, prostate study puts new light on treatments. Emails show scorn for Trump and irritation at Clinton, and Trump says he's overweight and Clinton is on the mend. In today's business headlines, Bayer secures Monsanto with a $56 billion bid, autopilot cited in death of Chinese Tesla driver, and new Twitter app streams NFL games and other sports. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Gail Collins. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, Trump backers feeling economic pain. The eye-popping improvement in economic fortunes last year raises the question, if incomes are up and poverty is down, why is Donald Trump's message of economic decay resonating so broadly? The answer is in plain sight. While the economy is finally moving in the right direction, the real incomes of most American households still are smaller than in the late 1990s, and large swaths of the country, rural America, industrial centers in the Rust Belt, and Appalachia are lagging behind. We ain't feeling too much of all that economic growth that I heard was going on, patting themselves on the back, said Ralph Kingan, the mayor of Wright, Wyoming. It ain't out in the West. That bleak reality helps to explain why the good news the Census Bureau issued Tuesday about a rise in household income was greeted gleefully by economists but is unlikely to change the complexion of the presidential race. The recent upswing is real. While economic growth has been modest, the expansion is now in its eighth year. The economy has added millions of jobs and incomes increased last year for households on every rung of the economic ladder the economic gains have been particularly strong for people who live in the nation's large metropolitan areas and for those who have college degrees. Yet the repeated assertions by Trump, the Republican nominee, that the middle class is being decimated and the economy is in decline, ring true to his supporters. Many Americans, even those who are prospering, remain pessimistic about the fragile recovery, Hillary Clinton, his Democratic rival, has been careful to acknowledge the economy's problems alongside its progress. The economic dislocations of recent decades may be contributing to the polarization of the electorate, according to research by David Otter, an economist at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. By emphasizing the nation's economic troubles, the candidates are going where the voters are. Otter and three co-authors found that voting patterns had shifted most in the parts of the country that lost the most jobs as a result of increased trade with China. The study, which focused on congressional elections, found that voters in districts with heavy job losses have tended toward ideological extremes, replacing moderates with more conservative or liberal representatives. In Wyoming's coal-rich Powder River Basin, where mines have laid off hundreds of workers in a wave of bankruptcies, Workers scoffed at the reports of rising wages and falling unemployment. We're waiting on the election with high hopes that we do get a Republican in there who does understand about working men and women, said Mark Perkins, 49, who shut down his electrical storefront in the coal town of Wright earlier this year as he lost once plentiful jobs servicing mines and large generators. I'm just doing small electrical jobs to dog-paddle my way through till Mr. Trump gets elected he said.